0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast generator. Please enter your generator password. Welcome. New Eden. Please select a genre. For mind-numbing PvP fits, please press 1. For express mining, please press 2. For news and other bullshit, please press 3. You have selected news and bullshit. Your new podcast is now being created. Your new podcast is ready. Thank you for using the podcast generator. Have a nice day. And BAM! Here we go! Episode 7 of Echoes of New Eden. Welcome, everybody. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. Such a cheesy intro, man. Every time I hear it, it took me a while to make it, but every time I hear it, I kind of actually hate it more and more. (laughs) But, um, anyway. No Taylor Rick this week. Uh, I do have a special co-host this week, and PM Blue is my special co-host, so welcome, PM Blue.
1: Thank you very much. Glad to be here.
0: You are no stranger to the show. And, uh, you know, you you, you support the show. And, uh, you know, I, as well as this... I shout out your uh, Oxalus bot quite a bit. So, you know, awesome bot. And uh, you're the first person I asked to uh, do the co-host position in... I guess, substitute of, uh, Rick this week. And, uh, you said yes. So to my surprise I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> I didn't have to ask multiple people, which is awesome by the way. So I thank you for that. No problem. So yes, no Taylor Rick. He is, um, across the Atlantic right now. So the the time difference does not match up with a, a live show with him this week. So, uh, no Taylor Rick this week. So that means that we can talk shit about him he can't do anything about it. Yep, you know. Uh, on that note too, I did want to say uh, we finally got the YouTube channel figured out. So <laughs> the the previous uh, or the first couple of YouTube videos there were uh, a lot of audio issues. So I think we finally got that fixed last episode, and uh, so now the YouTube should. You know, the videos and all that with the audio, all that should be perfectly fine now. Uh, no issues regarding that type of stuff. So if people prefer to um, listen on YouTube, there you go. It's on YouTube now. So we should be doing that every week. But otherwise, I am coming off a cold. And uh, <laughs> it seems like I'm always sick, too. And uh, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of being sick. And it. I'm allergic to, like, everything. Um. As far as like pollens and stuff. So uh, it's just been windy outside and and it really destroys me. So um, I'm getting over that, but everything is fine. Aside from that, we got another week of uh, news in new Eden. So we got some new stuff to talk about. Um, As far as game news goes, we have a few things to go over um, in the community. We have a special guest, Bradrick coming on the show later. Um, People may know him from reddit he's the uh the reddit sensation i like to say he's those he's that person that writes like humongous paragraphs and you kind of have to like skip through it (laughs) like okay what's what cut to the chase right uh no in, in all honesty he writes uh good stuff and good content and he had some posts recently and uh you know he may talk about that type of stuff later too so um also there is a article i don't know if anybody or too many people had seen it but there's an article out there for the eve echoes top alliances so i have that link we'll be talking about that type of stuff and then uh, also pm blue you came up with a little segment here of who else is out there and this would be regarding as far as alliances, because there's a lot of alliances out there that really keep to themselves and don't really say much. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And and from what you were telling me, you had actually reached out to a couple of groups and seeing what they were all about. So we'll talk about that type of stuff later too. So good deal. That's on the horizon, and then whatever else comes up if uh, anybody in the chat wants to talk, just, uh, I would say raise their hand, but we don't have that, but uh, just, you know, say hey, I want to go on air, and uh, I'll let you, I'll just unmute you, and, you know, you could say whatever you want to say. Um, I encourage that. Not many people do, so (laughs) it just makes for a more interesting show, I think, so uh, those listening that aren't here live, um, I, I guess, uh, join us live sometime if you're able to and uh, engage with the chat and we have fun side chatter too and as well as chat after the show as well if people that want to stick around so all right let's get into the game news for this week and I'm out I'm actually going to really cover the latest like last week's game news and uh, I know we didn't have an episode last week but uh, as far as game news goes all they did was had like some uh you know Q&A I don't think they really had much else but really the bread and yeah, butter did. was um this latest announcement that they had had so um on 35 they uh so had some Q&A uh <laughs> so here's this question Capsular outposts currently have weak defenses. Can more modules be added such as lasers, railguns and cannons that also affect damage based on capsular outpost or owner's combat damn it, I can't talk. <clears throat> based on capsular owner's combat skills. Current high and medium slots also range uh, lack range and good variety for any remote chance of an effective counterattack. <clears throat> will combat effectiveness of player POSs be adjusted in the future? And they just straight up say uh, at the moment we would not consider strengthening the defensive side of capsular outposts. In the design, capsular outposts will appear mainly as a production structure rather than a strategic stronghold. Um so what are the current modules that you can have on a outpost? I think one's like a neutralizer.
1: Yeah, there's like the newt. uh, I think they have a web of fire as well. Um, uh, th- there's not really many, y- you don't really have many options. This person's right. But like, I mean, you just bring a bomber with like decent range and most of that is rendered useless. So
0: yeah, in all honesty, might as well just have a, another PI module, at least that brings in an income. Yep. Or um, a dead space thing or whatever those things are called, grav wells. Yeah, exactly. um, Another question here. Is there any forecast of rebalancing the supply chest? Currently, due to the popular meta level 8 modules, such as a scanner and analyzer, the T8 storyline supply chests are popular and then others. So I think that was a typo on their end. Uh, considering the difficulty to clear T10 storyline missions, especially after players have scanners for low sec hunting. Hmm. So a rebalance of the supply chest is that the is this person talking about the supply chest that we get like the daily supply chest? It seems like there's two different I- questions here.
1: I don't know. It is a pretty confusing question. I don't know why
0: so they chose this one. In regarding with the daily supply chest, I think yes. I think we need some a little bit more variety as to what we get from that and maybe up the uh insurance points that we get from that or you know in the boxes or I don't even open the boxes that I get. Like I just collect yep. it and I'm I'm exiting that uh, that menu anyway. I'm j- I just collect it so I maybe, can get rid of the red dot on my screen. Um, if it some of the useful
1: cool. skins, yeah. Because like, like they, they they'll give like the low cruiser skins that no one flies. Like at least give an O and I or like something people use. You know.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe I've been doing that every day for five hundred and sixty days. Can you believe that?
1: Oh my, that is crazy.
0: Yeah so me being T 10 starting when this game launched, I've been collecting those boxes and everything every day for 560 days. So <laughs> I'd like to see something different, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Um, and then as far as like, they're talking about the supply chests, um, from storyline missions as well. Um, I don't know if those would really need balancing. I haven't done storyline missions in a long time, so I don't even know what you get out of them anymore. So, could they need a rebalance? Maybe, possibly. But think too, the stuff that people are getting out of those are also keeping the prices of the uh, the pricing of that stuff pretty low too. So, right. Um. Actually, I still have to read the answer to that. They will consider adding new modules to the supply chest for T-10 storyline missions. Pilots can only obtain these modules through the four supply chests. T-8 storyline supply chests, meanwhile, will remain the same.
2: Okay. Hmm. That might be interesting.
0: All right. So another question here. Are there any plans to add battle cruiser ships for missing weapon type? I am a missile drone pilot, and I can shake the feeling... I can't shake the feeling of missing out of using large missiles and drones at T eight compared to other weapons. We've been considering the battle cruisers with large missiles and torpedo launchers, and it will be introduced as a Calderi battle cru- battle cruiser in the future. We will not release huh? battle cruisers with large drones anytime soon. Hmm. Okay. So I think that's, that's interesting. At least is that, is that going to be something similar to the tornado rocking, like, large cannons? Yeah,
1: that's what it sounds like. That'd be pretty awesome. I wonder why they didn't do that in the beginning of the game. It's pretty weird, actually.
0: So then I, here's my next question. Is that going to be a completely new ship, or is that going to be a different variant of another ship?
1: Well, um, that, that's a good question. Yeah, I would guess a new ship. I guess we'll have
0: to find out. But then, even then, at T8, Like, if I'm T-10, why am I flying T-8 ships when my T-10 ships are better? Right, I wouldn't exactly call it the highest priority, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let me, I I could finally use uh, large missiles on my T-8 ship, but I also use uh, two more additional large missiles on my T-10 ship. Hmm. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe we'll see some more ships in the future. I mean, we've got to see some more ships, right? So we'll see what they plan on doing with that. So here's another question too. Do you have any plans to take a look at the maintenance skills, specifically shield and armor operation, and add some sort of effect bonus for shield extenders and armor plates for the balance patch? As it stands, now they're the only fitting in the game that is entirely unaffected by players' A skills in any way. So they answered with this. Shield extender and armor plates. Are emergency modules. That can be used for a short period of time. By all players. We want to avoid the emergency modules. Having a large stats gap. On their effects. Because of player skills. Um, they did. They didn't note that. That's Also those modules require fuel. Too so. I don't know if that's a. Uh, kicker but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the uh A for that you have any questions on that
1: well so one thing these people did mention in the chat uh, about the battle cruisers and i actually do this as well is they are useful um like sometimes you're just trying to like fly around and lose a ship you know so like that is something that a new battle cruiser would be cool for messing around with. But as I said, I still don't think it's like a priority.
0: Yeah, kind of like a different yeet ship, like a mini, like EOF had said in the chat, mini yeet raven. Right. Like, because <clears throat> I, I have
1: like a harbinger for like all the scepters that come around and all that. So that's cost effective. Yeah. That's kind of the idea, you know?
0: And, I mean, people s- still do fly che- cheaper ships, too, just just because of the, the cost, right? It's like they got, their, yep. they got their bling, of course, you know, for whatever applications that they have, and then they got the stuff that, okay, I'll throw this at an enemy fleet, or I'll do my roams in this, and if I lose it, no big whoop, I just claim insurance on it and get it back, and they're at it the next day. So, yeah. Yep. I mean... A Calderi ship with uh with missiles, large missiles, a T-8 ship? Sure. Cool. It's another tornado variant of a, you know, uh, a contester to a tornado, I suppose. So, that'd be cool. And yeah. maybe T-8 people will like that, if they're going to skill into a raven anyway,
2: so. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Alright, so, they also had... Oh man, this was amazing when this dropped. (coughs) This brand new module that would be uh, at the time of the announcement soon to be released. It is now released in the game as of uh, yesterday's update. So this new module will be released by Concord to help pilots search and salvage all NPC wrecks and items within 15 KM. This auto salvager will be added to New Eden in the next update. <clears throat> not to mention that there was a typo in the original post. Do you remember that PM?
1: I didn't see that. What was it?
0: What? The, uh, the original post had, you can loot up to a hundred KM out.
1: Oh my, that would have actually made it useful. That would have been
0: amazing. That would have made it amazing. <clears throat> They since then apologized and corrected that statement saying up to 15. Um, I think the range is seven to 15. And I almost want to say the content creators were, uh, were joking about this in in our chat where, what what if you were within seven KM from the box? (laughs) And I jokingly said, well then you wouldn't be able to track it. (laughs) Where'd the box go? (laughs) I'm right next to it. I can't, I can't loot it um mm-hmm. this this had actually sparked um a number of controversy i guess uh between the content creators not between each other but as in content creators being um mad about it you know uh, expressing oh, yeah. their frustrations so uh, i've heard damon zell rant i've heard uh ranting Benzie in, in his video about it and uh you know they're right you we <laughs> I mean, why? why bother? It's like, why Why equip that when I could just loot it myself if I'm within 10?
1: So I do have a little more information on this from uh, testing it on the test server. Now, there are skills, which apparently you can only get with skill chips. So, you know, there's been a lot of speculation that they're going to, like, make that cost a lot or something, which, you know... That wouldn't be surprising. Um, mm-hmm. One rumor I've heard is that they are uh, able to be obtained from gravitational rift space, uh, and that's from Clapster. So, thank you, Clapster. Now, as you said, they are like not good. So, one thing uh, I thought of with these is oh, what if you use them for ninja looting? Oh, wait. They take 10 seconds and they only loot to the end of cycle. Nope. What if you use them for longer range collection? Nope. <laughs> Not possible. What if you use them for mining? Oh, wait. They only pick up boxes from NPCs. So they're literally only useful for people who like gray loot <laughs> and don't want to pick it up themselves, essentially. Now, the max range with 555 skills is, like, 30 kilometers, which is a bit better. But, like, how much will you have to pay just to get, like, 30 kilometer range, you know? Right. And then, uh, if you have, like, just 5.5.0, it's, like, uh, 70% increase, to like, 25 kilometers. If you have, like, the best one that does 15, which I don't think is even in the game yet. I know it's on the test server, but I don't know if it's in the game yet, so... Yep. Yeah, uh, The one good thing about them is that they have very low cap usage and you can put it on pretty much anything. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, just keep it rolling and it doesn't really affect you. Yep. You know, 30 doesn't hurt as bad, I guess. You know, um, it's still better than having to take your big ass battleship over and at 130 meters a second and loot it yourself because that's painful as it is. Uh, so thirty km isn't bad, but here's the kicker too. Yeah, the in order to get those skills, you need to obtain those skill chips, which are only found and I didn't even look it up because I just thought it was stupid and didn't even bother like actually researching into how to get them. But from what I'm hearing, you do they're they're kind of behind like a paywall. Do you have to like roll for them in some sort of splendid coupon? thing or what
1: uh so that's been the the speculation i personally don't know uh the only thing i've heard is uh you might be able to obtain them from those gravitational rip spaces that is not uh confirmed but uh that is something i've heard that someone found one there so uh i know those like someone sold, was trying to sell one for like three billion on the mm-hmm. market earlier, clear which mm-hmm. is you know yeah. ah that's not happening uh <laughs> It's just not. I mean, these auto salvagers are selling for like a lot right now. So if you have one, let's like just sell it and buy it again in a few days when people realize it's completely useless.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm hearing that it's a less than 1% obtain, like chance of obtaining it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Less than 1% chance of obtaining it in these Rift things or something like that. Wow. That's pretty rare. So yeah, it sucks. And you'd have to continuously keep paying or keep rolling to, uh, get a chance at getting that. So yeah, needless to say, so there's their price uh, would actually stay up. Yeah, they're, they're pretty angry. Um, Benzie had an excellent video on it. I highly recommend, um, people watch his rant video on it. Um, uh, and then Damon Zell as well, released a video a couple of days ago, uh, <laughs> ranting about it as well. So, uh, I had a court member that was testing it out and it's only, it was, it's only one, uh, box at a time though. In the screenshot I seen, it was trying to like get two boxes at a time. So I was confused as to how that was working.
1: Yeah, no, I confirm it's only one box at a time at the end of its cycle. Um, uh, but like if I suppose like so if you're like loot mastering a rally like and splitting up all that loot, that, that's probably the only case where this is pretty nice, right? Because you don't have to click on each box, you can put like three of these on an imicus and that'll save you some time, especially if you have the skills, you know? But like that that's like the only practical application of these, I think, where it's worth the cost. Or if you really love that grey loot, and I know some people do, I personally do. Uh, so I'll probably try to get one once the price goes down. But like, I don't really see any other applications for these, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe people will, uh, or maybe the devs will be like, ah, gotcha. And then they'll uh, increase it <laughs> to a hundred.
1: Oh my God. I would actually love them for once. <laughs> Almost uh, as much as if they gave me an API. Almost.
0: Let me tell you now there's, it's less than 1% of 1% of that happening. So, <laughs> it's rare. So sad. Um. Uh, <laughs> so, talking about uh, patch notes. Um. With this uh, latest patch, let's see. I'm just going up the list here. Yeah, they introduced some new content to the game. So, OMG, they brought the the eat. They updated the uh, the new Eden store with the splendid coupons. Now that those are back, after uh yet again like they tell us that it's going away so we spend our coupons on whatever i personally spent it on skill points because it was just the best bang for the buck i guess at the time now it's back and nobody has any splendid coupons because we had to get rid of them all <laughs> and uh so yeah now it's back they reopened the splendid coupon store coupons can be obtained through the ship rental project which they also brought back And in-store purchases, the new wavegraph packs with uh, auto-salvagers can be purchased through the store. Battleship Nanocores, prayer Skin op-boxes, and Classified 2 gravitational wavegraphs are available with a 10% limited time discount. Um, Let's see. After adjustment, the chance of obtaining a Classified 2 gravitational wavegraph from a secret trafficking container has increased. Okay, whatever that means. Um <laughs> I haven't even opened the splendid coupon store cuz I'm like yeah, just not even going to bother looking at it. I'm sure the prices are all absurd anyway. 200k for a box or something like that like they were last time. No thanks. Not even going to bother mm-hmm. grinding for it. Yeah. So, uh they talked about the auto salvage technology um after this maintenance update. Uh they talked about or decided ORE decided to authorize a license for the use of the auto salvage technology. Uh, the auto salvager is a mid slot module used to salvage pirate wrecks. It can automatically identify and loot pirate wrecks upon activation within specific range. I wonder if the, there was, ah, I can't remember now if it was an announcement or in the patch notes where it was the typo of a hundred KM, but it was somewhere. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah they talked about that and how to get them so they also did have some optimizations um they updated the estimated prices like they do every week so that's cool batch investigation can now be implemented on multiple ancient remains okay never done that before so that's new to me (laughs) um there is no 24 hour limit for returning capsuleers to rejoin a corporation for the first time, okay. Adjusted the Omega reward uh, for day seven and Alpha reward for day eight in the pilot cultivation program. They op- optimized the planetary mining. It's easier to extend uh-huh. the mining time for multiple planets now. So I'll pause. Yeah. <clears throat> this we we're talking about this uh, quality of life in like enhancement a couple episodes ago where i believe it was a, uh, a suggestion right it was a a question to the devs in the q a and they said that they were yep. even going to implement something like that in the future lo and behold it was maybe a month and they were able to implement they actually that they did it so yeah in, in it's case, actually really
1: useful i noticed it
0: yeah in, in <laughs> case people uh weren't aware of how this works is when you when you open up your planetary screen you actually don't really see anything different there you see your timer you see the planets that you have uh, arrays on and everything is cool now where this feature actually got implemented is on that little plus sign when when you refresh your timer um, back to max so my timer is 48 hours with my skill so hit that plus sign and it brings up a little option box say do you want to update all of your timers or something similar to that and you just click yes and it updates all the planets so people have 12 planets 16 planets Um, that is a quality of life uh, you know change that they implemented into the game now could there be one where it says uh, you know when you launch your PI you know could you do it for all your PI? Well, there's like a little debate about that, I suppose, because not everybody has PI extractors. So you don't want to launch all your PI unless you do. And, you know, you you think it's safe enough to be able to do it all at the same time. But I think if they implemented that feature as well, specifically for planetary modules, that would be another great addition to uh, that screen in general. Not only update all of them, but then also launch everything at the same time. Just do it all in one go. There's people out there that have multiple characters with multiple, you know, 10 plus planets and all that type of stuff. So um, they would really enjoy a feature like that, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. I have two passes myself. So I I understand Uh, it, it is not fun going. I know like some people are like, oh, you're getting like passive income. You're right. That doesn't mean I want to press, like, 30 buttons, okay? Please, a launch all button? Since you're apparently actually listening to us now, that would be great, Natty. Please.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, continuing on, um, they adjusted the upgrade feature for Cosmic Anomaly. Invisible players won't be counted for the upgrade. So, I'm genuinely curious as to what they mean by invisible players.
1: yeah what huh
0: yeah what I, are, are the devs invisible like are are they running our anomalies or are they just watching like i I don't know what they mean by that, and then as well as upgrade um there's there's plenty of theories out there as to how a base can upgrade, but uh one being player traffic through a system, so I almost wonder if it's like something related to that but I'm not really sure what they mean by invisible players.
1: Yeah, that's pretty weird.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they're cloaked, uh, Cracklin. That,
1: that could be. But, like, why wouldn't you just say cloaked?
0: You know, now that he says you know? that, I think I remember someone saying that if, uh, and this is a, I guess you would call it, like, a griefing aspect of the game, is... Um, Say you level a base to level one, and then you plant a um, a cloaked cruiser there, and you just sit there for hours and hours on end. That base will never upgrade for the people that live in that system. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So you know what it could be. Uh, so we do know that Nettie's is just like primarily Chinese, so it could just be mistranslation. They could have meant cloaked. That yeah. would make sense.
0: So, and you know, if that's the case, uh, I, I'm pretty sure if you're sitting at a base, it will not upgrade. So maybe that's what they mean by that.
2: Yeah,
1: hopefully, it would be nice if they did take out that griefing.
0: So, okay, yeah, more to talk about on that. I suppose we talked about that at a later time. Maybe somebody has some more info on that or the devs uh, talk more about that. So, they optimized the destroy feature. When destroying a ship, only the ship and its rigs will be destroyed while its cargo, modules, and drones will be removed to the station hangar. So, are people destroying ships and destroying the drones that are in the bay? I wonder if that was a thing. I've never done it. I've always just unloaded. Like, I've always just repackaged the ship. And once you do that, it just takes everything off anyway, and then you destroy it. Yep. So, I, I guess people are just destroying ships fitted, and they're losing <laughs> stuff. Which, okay, <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah, it's kind of on you, not gonna Oh, mind, and, and then yeah, they'll it's complain. It's quality life.
0: And then they'll complain yep. about it and want their stuff back. Well, it's, you're the one that destroyed the ship. So, yeah. I, now you're wanting all what's... that stuff back? This, that's why they have to make changes like this because they're trying to eliminate probably the customer support tickets that are being generated just by stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I wonder how many shit post tickets they get from that.
0: So they adjusted the repackage feature. Ships and nanocores can't be repackaged if multiple items are selected at a time. Another one of them probably customer support um quality of life (laughs) enhancements there and then uh they optimized the failed login prompt okay um they had a bug fix fixed an issue where the filter on the combat log wasn't displayed all right so that was it for the patch notes so pretty lengthy this time around which i'm perfectly fine with um it's better than nothing so at least we know that they're doing something right
1: yep yeah it's nice (laughs) that they actually threw in some stuff that like people asked for uh these are like these are small steps but they're in the right direction
0: yeah and yeah who's not to say that if i make a suggestion tomorrow that that won't be implemented uh, a few weeks down the road you know so i think they're really taking in consider they're considering like actual good suggestions that would uh, probably be relatively easy to add into the game. You know, obviously nothing complex, but Yeah, yeah, no,
1: we don't expect that.
0: (laughs) That'll be next year, so Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bring back the jump trick Yeah (laughs) I actually haven't tried that in a while, ever since I heard that that got patched or modified Yeah Yeah all right, so what we got in here? Oh, you wanted to talk about um, what you had found on the Fulmination server as far as the uh, Orca.
1: Yes, so um, while we're talking about updates, I figured uh, we, one thing we can talk about is the upcoming update, the Orca and the Porpoise. Now, on the normal server, you can't really find an estimated price and a lot of people have been wondering, what's the build cost going to be? What are these things worth? So, uh, on the Fulmination server, you can spawn these in and actually see the price. So, for the Porpoise, the estimation is $250 million With while the Orca has an estimation of $1.1 $1. $1 So That's pretty interesting. I figured I'd share
2: that.
0: Yeah, those are, like, hella cheap. Yeah. Compared to the other yeah. Capitals. Which, I mean, in comparison to like even like a Coveter 2, Coveter 2, back when they were coming out, were probably what? For the hull? How much were they coming out at? 500 mil?
1: Yeah, they, they definitely weren't cheap. But well, I, I know that neither of these ships are capital ships. Uh, they're, they're under the industrial ship category. Oh, um,
2: I thought so these were capitals. I think the,
1: no, I think the Roracle is the capital. Uh, I think the Orca and the uh, Porpoise are both, like, support ships, and they do, oh. like, the, uh, the bursts.
0: Yeah, I don't know shit about EVE Online, so that, that probably explains Oh, I don't enough.
1: either. I was just playing with them earlier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and can you... Yeah, you can spawn them in on Fulmination. I've actually never tried.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I don't I think able, anybody to, find has. I I think able it,
0: to find the IDs. I am able to find the
1: IDs <laughs> in my uh, code. Uh, who knows how I got them? It's crazy, but yeah, I was able to find those IDs. Yeah, somewhere.
0: The um, no. Now that you say that, or now that you've tested that, I don't think anybody's really tested them, or and even sought out what their estimated price was over on that server. So, uh, mm-hmm. you heard it first. Here. One thing <laughs> is,
1: yeah, the you can't put strip miners on either of them. By the way, which is another crazy thing. Hmm but so I guess we'll see if that changes. I don't, I don't know if it will.
0: Sounds like you need to make a hype video of uh, a fitting for that or something Just go out and do whatever those ships do. <laughs> uh,
2: that might be interesting.
0: That that's not PM blues uh, update though. Like he, his war update <laughs> doesn't match with his agenda. Leave it to one of the others. True. So, which yeah, I'm I can give them the idea. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, just give them the idea, that's fine. Um, yeah, so uh, another ban notice went out. Hey, look, Oprah joined us. <laughs> What's up, Oprah? <laughs> um, speaking of banning, uh, let me click back over onto that. <clears throat> they had 1,761 ban. Banned accounts. And guess what it was for? Not an abnormal, anomaly behavior. Ninety percent this time, so they're really uh, making the game smaller by banning more people. So <clears throat> it's always yeah. Great.
1: What what are these people doing? Like automatic ratting bots, I guess. It's
0: Crazy. You know, I, so many. I question that every time. I say it on air. I, I've asked Des. I mean bradrick we'll have him on the show later he i think he even had a reddit post on it so yeah just crazy huh. stuff um yeah it, it's it's nothing new at this time you know it, it's basically the same every week is uh the same thing there that was it hmm. and then uh another thing that they wanted to um let people know about and i say they as in the devs in player support news They have received reports about scam emails from their players. To avoid scams, we appeal to our players not to trust any speech related to any real money from strangers and to be careful with your assets. So yes, don't get scammed. There's people getting scammed in this game, in-game, every day. Um, Not to mention people using... Uh, these Discord servers to uh, share their links or their scam websites and stuff like that. So don't do it, people. Um, If if you think a website is sketchy or whatever, I mean, just close out of it. So that's the best thing you can do and let the person know. I actually had this happen to me. Not me sending the message, but a message was sent to me from an alliance mate. And I was sitting there looking at it. I'm like okay, so I know for a fact that this is a scam link, but how am I going to tell him that it's a scam? Do I reply to the message? Because obviously it's infiltrated, right? But then shortly afterwards, he had actually said, don't click on the link. I'm like, okay, I wasn't. I'm trying to figure out how to tell you about it. He's like, no, I'm taking care of it. I'm like, okay, well, good thing that he was able to catch that, so... But um, if you're the sender, uh, you may not know it. So that's just something to watch out for. So, anywho, that's what they wanted to get across. And that is it for game news and updates. So, we will take a short break. And coming back, we will uh, have Bradrick in the studio with us. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Reddit sensation. Be right back.
1: You're listening to Echoes of New Eden. Are you tired of ticks so small? She says you ain't got no tick at all. Then what you need is to come on down and join the Council of Ricks today. We got everything T10 anomalies, T10 rallies. We even got T-10 mining. You want to kill some motherfuckers? Come on down, we killing motherfuckers all the time. Are you tired of being a jerry? Tired of your ships always going down in flames? Wish you could ride like a pickle. Come join us at the Council of Ricks, C-137. where We have loads of T-10 riding. Just
3: look at those explosions. Mining ore and industry more up your alley? Then come join our powerhouse fleet and participate in one of our many events. Want fleet PvP? Join up and be a SEAL team rig. Become a member of an elite task force.
1: So come live the good life and know C-137 Council of Ricks. we will be waiting. Proud member of the Care of Gun Alliance and of Federation. I am PM Blue, developer of Axillus. Axillus recently released a feature you can use to parse killmails in your Discord server. You can have per-user statistics, QML leaderboards, and even your own QML webpage. Learn more on xml.xyz That's A-U-X-I-L-U-S dot X-Y-Z. Are you tired of losing structures? Tired of nobody showing up to your POS defense? Don't worry, Care With Guns is here for you. We're a family-first, orientated group of folks in null space with fancy technology toys like kill mill parsing and ship item dispensary bots. We've got a calendar Full of PVE, mining, and PVP ops for however you like to make your game. Come play with me and try us out today.
2: Docking request accepted.
0: All right, and we are back. And yes, the, uh, <laughs> the Taylor, oh man, the, the C-137 core pad. Um, I had a laugh at that the first time I listen to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. You wanna kill some motherfuckers? We're gonna kill some motherfuckers. It reminded me of like <laughs> Dave Chappelle uh comedy in a ways. But dude, awesome ad. Uh whoever the voice talent was for that, uh contact me. <laughs> I might have some more work for you. Um, but anyway, yes, uh, more ads, people send me more ads. And yeah, now that we're talking about it, PM blue, you need to send me an updated ad of, uh, not yeah. only your bot, but, um, your YouTube channel as well. Since you had, since, since then, um, you had started that YouTube channel and, uh, y- you know, you can promote it and I'll, I'll play your ad for you.
1: Yeah, I should do that. I should do like more than like a, like 30 second Time spent on the ad because every time I hear it, it makes me cringe. So I, I definitely need to redo that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, as far as anybody else out there as well, send me your ads. i it, it, They can be cheesy, whatever, funny, um really serious, like GRA. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'll play some ads. I, I'm convinced now that we have uh, the best ads in all of New Eden. So. <laughs> Alright, so we have uh, Bradrick. I do have Bradrick unmuted. Um, Bradrick, do a mic check for us here. Welcome, buddy.
3: Hey, can you hear me?
0: Yes, sir. What's going on?
3: What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing?
0: Doing great. And uh, welcome. Thank you for being on the show as well. Uh, I felt bad for giving you a four-hour notice (laughs) earlier as a reminder. I was like, oh, shoot. Um, Yeah, I was... I just took too long throughout the day to be able to send you the reminder. Typically it's earlier. Um, but uh, I, I hope that wasn't an issue.
3: No, no, it was good. I was I was at work, uh got the time zone crossed and I was thinking I was gonna be late and I was like, Oh man. <laughs> so it actually worked out. Yeah.
0: So um you are pretty popular in uh the community and I would say probably more so in the Reddit community. Um you're you're quite known for your lengthy Reddit posts and uh and comments toward that stuff and uh you know for people that don't know you, I mean what do you do out there in New Eden? What do you like to do?
3: Um, some of everything. Uh started out the game just uh pirating and uh got kinda into that. Uh joined the MC uh, back when the MC was still a thing and uh, was doing a lot of Merc work and just kind of sunk my teeth into that big time, just doing pirate stuff and Merc stuff and uh, kind of built a little family with, you know, a lot of the guys from no and just pirates in general and just doing stuff with them, selling gear and just picking up contracts. And that's kind of what I was doing early game. And then I started doing some experimenting with all the different stuff trying stuff out testing things, because as i wrote you know the post i got a lot of questions from a lot of the community so i started you know trying to figure okay well how am I going to answer all these questions <laughs> right. and uh, so i started to test stuff out and i'd just be experimenting a lot um trying some everything exploration new stuff that comes out and you know i just go and do that stuff and see what they say
0: yeah <clears throat> you have a you have a lot of helpful tips and uh what's the word i'm looking for uh you have a well-written opinions <laughs> i should say too um as far as comments and stuff uh, and people commenting on on reddit posts and bantering and all that type of stuff uh you and your common um tagline is fly aggressive i i like how you do that you're you're very consistent in that aspect um every message is fly <laughs> aggressive so um uh, i enjoy yep. that but um yeah, what is the I, I see people are talking in the chat. What's the uh Bradrick's state of Eve Echoes?
3: Oh man, I am uh a little bit of Geeka, a little bit of Benzi, and a little bit of Sheeve when it comes to Eve <laughs> Echoes. Um uh man, they uh I don't know. They they take one step forward, ten steps back, uh when it comes to development. Like this latest issue with the, the the tickets, like that was completely unnecessary. And um, it just, you can't help but just go, What are you guys doing? You know? Um, some of the stuff that I like is like the content that they add stuff, like Exploration, for instance. They add it, and you're like, Okay, that's great, new content. Gonna go try this out. And then you do, and it's just like, Man, what were these guys thinking? Oh, this is, this is, this is not gonna help us. <laughs> um, but, Yeah, it's really hard to retain players, even like I see the content creators, I watch all the videos, I'm big on that stuff. And I see all them just really, 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 really struggling to make stuff make sense. And the devs are not helping. I don't know if it's the language barrier or just, you know, the marketing department, which is my feeling on, I think the marketing department just kind of out of touch. But uh, it's really hard to I don't know, like I, I, I write posts to try to help players, especially the newer guys as they come in to try to retain players and stuff. A lot of the stuff I write is just specifically for them and they'll ask questions and I'll, they'll DM me and I'll DM them back and I'll be explaining stuff and then try this and do this and they just come back and they're like, why don't this work? And I, a lot of times I don't always have answers for them, I'm just like, I don't know why it doesn't work. I've asked the devs <laughs> 3,000 times, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know, it's... uh. Right now, it's it's hit or miss, and they really, really, really got to work on just focusing on retention. I think ship balance will help a lot. I, I harp on that. They they really got to work that out. Um, but yeah, they got to work on that. Yeah, I don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a question for you. So yeah, go. Reddit is extreme. You are your essays are quite infamous on Reddit at this point, and you get quite a bit of hate. Why do you keep <laughs> writing, and what do you have to say to those haters? Um, appreciate
3: everything, and because because those guys they kind of they kind of motivate you really uh, more so than you know what they don't see is the amount of players that it helps you know for every person that just has an issue with you know what you're saying or how you're saying it there's before guys that are just like they don't come open publicly and say it a lot of times they don't comment on the post all the time but they'll come dm me immediately and just be like thank you bro i appreciate that man i love what you're doing hey, man and i enjoyed that post i needed that i was just getting ready to quit the game and everything you said made sense i tried it i did it a different way uh, i was rage quitting this wasn't working for me i read what you wrote and this helped and so for those guys that's why i keep doing it now the haters they just gonna have to hate man i'm used to that <laughs> <laughs> um, i actually enjoy when they comment you know we can go back and forth I- i'm a bit of a troll <laughs> so i enjoy oh, wait that now. too <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah me as uh, a uh reddit moderator <laughs> me as a <laughs> roddit uh roddit me as a reddit moderator um i actually don't really check reddit that often uh, for like the, the mod mail and all that stuff but Patrick doesn't really get too much hate complaint to the mods anyway he's had a couple instances but that's it nothing bad
2: yeah, yeah. A couple. Yeah. Most, I think people Scott just do.
1: enjoy messing with him yeah at this point. I, I think I've seen like people intentionally post just to get an essay response in Gulag before um so well, that's why I had to ask
0: he he had had that Reddit post of who was it in local that asked him hey I'm, are you gonna write a a post about me or something what what was that Patrick?
3: oh yeah uh, man sometimes I'll just be flying through space like the other day and I I post that stuff too I, the thing is it's all content and it's all how you find it you know um, even when like the game is boring to me there has been times when the game's been boring and I'll just write you know, what I'm doing or write about just any old subject. And guys will comment. um, I'll be flying through space and guys will be like, oh, it's just that guy. And they'll say something, you know, jazzy and I'll say something back jazzy. It turns into an entire conversation. So it's fun a lot of times, (laughs) you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. People expecting you to write essays on them. Actually, and you had stopped into my home system and I recognized the name right off the bat. And I know I'm not the only one that may recognize your name, but I recognize your name off the bat. And, you know, through you in 07 and local, like, huh, I wonder what he's doing all the way up here. (laughs) Probably exploring, probably trying to find my dead spaces.
3: Man, I find so much stuff. Um, Exploration, you got to really, like most things with Eve, man, you just got to think outside the box. And I think... For me personally, when I first started doing it, like I wrote about that on one of my posts, I first started doing it and I was just like, it's supposed to do this thing. So I go do it and it's not doing the thing. So "Ah, this isn't working. I'm out of here. And then, you know, I kind of went back to what else is left in the game, which is one of my big pet peeves is most of the game is 90% ratting if you really break it down. And I just, I'm not a fan of that. I fall asleep often. (laughs) So I was like, I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm gonna just try to do something else with it. And I started exploring i started going to different places i'm like okay today i'm gonna try to go over here uh today i'm gonna try to go over here man one day i think it was two days in a row i found seven or eight relic and data sites um all kinds of compressed uh in spaces all kinds of uh in, you know dead spaces um just finding stuff nonstop, but i'm just like okay well, I can bookmark. stuff. What can I do with this? What can I do with that? So then I got my corp involved. I, I I challenged them. Hey, I'm going to bookmark everything within 10 of us, and we're going to go do it. And I want you guys to do it as fast as I can bring them in. And so that kind of became a thing. And I'm just like finding in spaces, and they're, they're knocking them out. and finding compressed spaces, and they're, they're, they're going with their retrievers, and they're going to kill that stuff. And so it's, uh, it's kind of become a thing. It, it gave me content, you know? Yeah. Just being... Creative with that kind of stuff. I've even started bookmarking stuff and in, in other areas of uh alliance space, and just kind of like openly selling that stuff. And it, and some guys are just like, "Oh man, thank you!" And find you know T ten dead spaces, and they're just like going to do that stuff, and they give me isk. And I'm like, well this is lucrative." Yeah, I'm just flying around in the set. finders fee. Yeah,
0: finders fee.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, I've always thought like the game is more fun when you can create your own content and also find weird ways to do you know stuff that out of the box like just making it out of the box i i don't hate writing but i hate writing because it's just so mundane at times you know so i i've never been one that i work a lot and i've never been one to be able to stay awake and just stare at my screen i don't know how guys do that (laughs) yeah that's
0: uh yeah I,
3: I, i know what you mean um
1: I make most of my ISK through uh, programming, so making ISK out of the box, I, I definitely understand that. Uh, some people play the game by not playing the game necessarily the way you're supposed to play it, and I, I think that's part of the fun of EVE, just exploring how to make ISK in your own unique ways outside of the game, or yeah. what they want you to make it.
0: The, um, and we talked about it on the last episode, too, where that player had come up with a paperclip challenge you know, doing stuff like that. So that's another example of like thinking outside the box and making content for themselves.
3: Yep. And and that's the one of the things also as well. Like when I first started writing, that was like everything I was writing at first, like a lot of people were just like, I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. And I'm just like, I think that's part of the problem is a lot of guys approach Eve and they just go, okay, I'm doing this thing. And they just they just kind of go down this path of this is the only thing I can do. This is the only thing I can do. And when I started writing, I was just like writing all of the thing other things that I found that you can do. And they were just like, oh, man, that's awesome. I didn't think of that. Like the scrap reprocessing. When I first wrote about that, I didn't realize how many people just had ignored that skill, just completely ignored it. And I'm just like, you guys realize, like, that's a lot of isk. Like, if you're into it, like. Not even just being industry, just being a player in general and having that skill, especially for pirates. You guys kill all these ships and you got all this stuff stacked and you don't really use it. Like, You know, you can make ISK if you got skills in this and they're just like, oh man, I didn't think of it. I'm like, why Why are we so one-dimensional? <laughs> yeah.
0: I think too, as a uh, mineral aspect of that, is ratters can actually do mining through ratting by collecting all that stuff yeah. and then scrapping it. Um, I want to say compared i shoot the comparison maybe at the time was against a retriever or a procurer um my my numbers are going to be way off but i want to say that if you scrapped like see then there's a difference between small medium large anomalies um, which i'm unsure of but somebody needs to test this okay somebody needs to test this if you mine a retriever a procurer or a cover two and reprocess all the ore. Okay, take those mineral amounts, compare it to ratting a T10 large anomaly, collecting all the loot, scrap it, and then take the minerals from that and compare them side by side. How um, what percentage of materials would it uh, would you get from ratting just by doing that scrap uh, reprocessing compared to actually mining? Yeah. Not only on top of getting the isk bounties so i would gladly take a little bit less minerals m- maybe up to 50 percent less in return for the bounty ticks you're still technically quote mining um, gaining minerals but you're also gaining isk at that same time too so it yeah it could be very effective way of income
3: oh yeah and there's a, there's just a lot of things like that that kind of get overlooked um i think uh one of the things that i did when i again when i first started writing on the post and stuff was i was kind of a pirate so i wrote about my experiences you know flying with you know the MC and all those guys and uh a lot of uh, i think that's where some of the haters come from you know because when you're pirating and murking or you don't work work for certain organizations you kind of pick up get notorious and pick up you know some some bad vibes from some of the the locals the miners and stuff and they kind of get pissed off at you then you go on reddit and you write about how awesome it is and they're just like i got blown up six times this week <laughs> so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um yeah you're pretty notorious for these um these essays do you like to write uh the, these long posts do you purposely do that
3: at, at first it was accidental i just would rant i would think about something i would put ideas together and it will come out that way. I do like to write, um, quite a bit. And it was kinda therapeutic in a way. Um, I like the game. I like, you know, conversating with, you know, other players and discussing topics with other players, kinda like we're doing now. And um then it just kinda became a little bit trolly, like people would be like, Oh, TLDR and I'd just be like, watch the next one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be even longer.
3: <laughs> sometimes I, I will shorten it up like i'll be to the point especially when it's like a an important topic i'll be more to the point i try to chop it down as out but in some of it it's like you kind of gotta it's it's the point of a lot of the posters to delve into the topic so you kind of i kind of lay it out there because it gives it gives certain players perspective on what they're looking for like i tell people all the time before they complain hey this is gonna be long Hey, you. by now, you should know it's one of my posts. If it's too long for you, just bypass it. But for a lot of players, man, they, they, they kind of need that explanation. Because remember, when every every one of us, when we first started playing Eve, EVE, if you've ever been on EVE Online, man, it's so expansive. It's so huge. It's so unexplained. You don't know what to do. There's an entire EVE University on EVE Online to help players figure the game out. Whereas EVE, Eve Echoes, It's not as big, but it's still big if you've never done this before. Like I come from playing Dust 5 on 4, so I kind of got the idea of what the Eve universe was. But even then, when I started playing that game on PS3, it was the first two years was just you getting your ass kicked. You have no idea what's going on. You can't (laughs) figure all this stuff out. I would have loved. In fact, when I first started playing, I didn't actually get good at playing Dust until somebody basically did what I did. Like took me and was just like, this is what you do, <laughs> and so that's kind of how I, you know, want to do for a lot of the players as they come in and they they looking for those questions. That's how many questions on Reddit. Either one of them do you see new players asking something? Yeah. you know, that's off the wall. Yep. you know, a lot of those posts on Facebook, on Reddit, anywhere you go, and it's Eve echoes. It's somebody asking a question that's probably been asked three thousand times, yeah. and what they're really looking for explanation of what to do when to do and how to do and so when i write those posts i kind of try to chop them up in kind of a a way to explain to the new player and i think a lot of us older veterans it kind of is too long for us yeah i get it tldr but to the new player when he can sit out and read all of that and go oh man this is what i do yeah oh okay i didn't think about it it, it really helps them and I, trust me my dms be flooded with those <laughs> players just
0: yeah, that's good. You know, with, with a lot of the veteran players, they've read that 10 times and don't want to read it right. again. So, uh, but I, I honestly, I do see those newer player questions as well. And, uh, you know, through Reddit posts or whatever. Um, but typically, by the time I see it, their questions have already been answered. So they don't really need me. Uh, you know, their question was answered, it was thorough, whatever. You know, whether it was you that replied or you know, somebody else that was helpful. Um, sometimes people just troll also, um, yeah. trying to mess with them, but uh, I think generally they get the point of it anyway, whatever their question was. So,
3: I mean, and the devs answer to this problem, and again, most games, most dev development teams, have you ever played games like? eve like uh, planet side 2 or anything like do a great job explaining to you what's supposed to happen have you ever been to the help channel it's a nightmare yeah you know, that's what they give you here's a help channel ask questions here somebody will help you and it's just like screaming into the void
0: and then yeah they scam you uh
3: yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much
0: <laughs> they'll either try to recruit you so, like, or they'll try to scam you out of that channel
3: Exactly. So a lot of my posts, I'd say you know, the larger percentage of them is just a bit of uh, here's a player tutorial of what's going on. It, here's a player's experience. You don't have to do it exactly what I'm saying, but here's what I experienced. This is how I did it. This may work for you. This didn't work for me kind of thing. So it's going to be more in depth. It's going to be a little bit lengthy. But for those players reading it who need it, they, they love it. They absolutely love it.
0: Do you get a lot of new cor- uh, new members in your corporation? Do you help them out a lot?
3: Not a lot of new members, but we have picked up some here recently. Several, in fact. And, uh, yeah, they. as soon as they see me on, they ask questions.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it, we're kind of like, uh, yeah, just not too many new players joining the game nowadays. It's just kind of how it is compared to how it was a number of months ago. Um maybe we'll see a marketing campaign from NetEase to maybe increase that a little bit, but uh, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I think a lot of new players would uh, benefit from your posts and uh, your knowledge about the game and how you how you portray it too, you know, how you explain it to them, make it easy for people to explain, so I think that's pretty good.
3: Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. The main thing I tell them is uh just <laughs> htfu man that's that's eve in a nutshell you gotta harden up you gotta harden up and i put it that way because it's the most blunt way to put it because when when you get in those situations in this game that's how it's coming to you so i know a lot of players complained uh a while back you know i started kind of a small campaign of hey hey toughen up toughen up game is war toughen up toughen up because that's how it the eve universe was presented to me again i started with the eve universe not in eve echoes but or or Eve online but in dust where there was no pve it was pure pvp everything was a fight every time you logged in there was a fight so you kind of got used to that mentality so when you come to eve echoes and there's a lot of mobile players they're kind of looking for the button push and afk thing i'm just like you guys don't get it (laughs) you guys (laughs) don't get where this game kind of originated Hell no and so I, i i give them that not to not to really troll them, but to just get them to understand you're going to lose ships. There's going to be wars in your space. There's going to be people trying to take your stuff. There's going to be mercenaries to get contract on you. Like recently, uh, they got, I forget who it was, but No got a contract on somebody for like a hundred billion, and they were just getting hit. And all the guys were doing was just complaining, saying, "Who put a contract on us? And why this? And why them?" That's like you went to No unprepared for this to happen. It's just kind of. No, no, you you gotta harden up. This is gonna happen.
0: Yeah. At that point, you just gotta give them a warning. Like, all right, <laughs> here's what to expect. Better. Are uh, so you referring up. to the F two alliance?
3: Where we yeah, doing them? It was. But that's happened multiple times. Like, even when I was doing Merc work with the MCs, just like people are messaging like, "Why are you guys here? And I'm just like, this, this is null." Like, you didn't, get the, you didn't get the memo when you entered?
1: <laughs> right. I know at least Dune, they, they have a, a lot of fighters. Uh, I, uh, they actually joined Care Bears with Guns, the alliance I am part of. Um, and uh, they actually do have quite a few fighters, and they, they definitely understand that. But I, I think they had some newer players, and, uh, not in Dune, but in part of their alliance that they were kind of helping defend. And I know some of them are slightly fatigued, you know, from just being hit taking so much in damages. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you, you definitely do have to be ready for that in this game, though.
3: Well, and, and the thing I always tell them, like, uh, I do it on Facebook as well now because I, I realize a lot of the players not necessarily come to Reddit all the time or don't use Reddit, but a lot of them are on Facebook, and I do it I do it on Facebook or wherever I can find players in general, I'll write stuff or post-fits or post pictures or ideas and you get the comments and I'll talk to the players and I'll just be like, they're, they're just like, we're getting hit and we can't afford it. And I'm just like, you can't afford it. Somebody in your leadership needs to, what's, what's your doctrine? What are you doing? Why are you flying so expensive? Show me what you died in. And it's just like, Oh, I had a 4 billion ship. I'm just like, why, why, <laughs> um, you can do this different. You can like SHH has great doctrine in my opinion. It's doctrine that you can afford, you can get into easily, you can whatever you can do. Like the thing I like about SHH, and I'm not saying the other alliances don't do it, but specifically being in, since I've been in SHH, they they do a really good job of making doctrine affordable and and handling SRP and and you know working as a group and it's they do it they do it in a way that I I personally can appreciate. They, I feel like they're doing it what what I would say is right that you know and that, that's not to say other alliances aren't doing that. But they definitely do it right. They they make it to where it makes sense. Like you can go out in those fits, and you can fight and die a bunch of times, and your your corpse not going to go broke trying to afford it. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's uh, I I pretty much ever since I started this game and started Discord, this game introduced me to Discord, and also introduced me to Reddit. Um, I had used neither platform. But now I mostly mainly use Discord and I'll occasionally go over to Reddit, but I barely ever use Facebook anymore. (laughs) So uh, yeah, it's just a unique social media now for me. Every time I go over there, it's just nothing good on Facebook. So I just uninstalled it. Didn't really find it fascinating anymore.
3: The only thing I use most of those for, I, I've been gaming in these communities, these type of communities for a while, since, you know, my early 20s, I'd say, teens maybe. And as Facebook and all these social medias came out, that's the thing I kind of was on them for, was the gaming communities. Like everybody, like I played PlanetSide for a while, everybody had Discord for comms and just general you know buffoonery and then there was the facebook pages for some groups and you see guys there and then uh reddit kind of became a thing um they would use you know reddit to manage their groups their inner workings and things would be private sometimes but you would always find players on social media in these these kind of areas so if you're trying to do like you know spread content like i do or write posts and stuff these are the places to do it that actually allow it facebook has no cap on the amount of information you can put out. Um, Reddit kind of has no cap as well. Um, and then the comments are kind of free flowing. You can talk back and forth to players. And you, what they do often is they DM you, you know, from that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it just works out for me to be able to reach the player base in many ways. Cause I, I'll be honest with you, like most gaming development, you know, teams, they, they, they're, they're shorthanded. Um, the marketing teams behind them pushing like crazy to, to make money. Um they don't get to really do the thing that they want to do. And we a lot of times we get mad at the devs, but we really should be mad at the marketing department if we're, if we're being honest. The devs are kind of have their hands tied with trying to please those guys and please the players. Um and so they leave little room for explaining the game, helping players play the game, you know, or doing anything the players want to do. So what I try to do with the community to keep it going is to just you know hey guys this is what i found this works this doesn't or this may work for you this doesn't you know just keep keep the conversation going and that engages players and you you'd be surprised how many players actually probably wouldn't have logged on at all this week but because that social media interaction is going on or those posts are coming up or they see a cool fit or cool skin or oh man i didn't think of that they log on and go do that stuff and that's yeah. more players playing the game that's player retention me anyway
0: trying different things yeah yeah i don't think i would play this game
3: without my alliance
0: right yeah without the community i definitely wouldn't be playing this game Uh, not that i would lose interest in it i mean I, i probably wouldn't have as much interest as i did from back when i first started it probably i'd probably just play other games
3: yep most definitely and that's how that's how most games now are like Players love multiplayer. You play for the other people that are there. You're not playing the game for the game. If that was the case, you put the game down a long time ago. Yeah. Um, there, there was a picture I seen earlier. Oh, man, I wonder if I still got it on my phone. Um, They were basically saying like the amount of players playing, you know, just the story mode on any game that comes out versus the amount of players still playing a 10-year-old multiplayer is ridiculous because we'll stick with that, you know? Um, more so than we would playing whatever new came out. Like we'll play it for a minute. Like if you have probably experienced that. Your your core group goes and plays a new game that comes out, they're gone for a day or two. But then they're coming right back they're to right that old back. game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eh, I don't like that game. It was trash. I'm I'm back to Eve Echoes. <laughs> All
3: yeah, right, that was a couple days. Guy- yeah. If I go play anything else, it'll be just to go play Planet Side 2 with the guys. Planet Side 2's been out for like oh God, ten years. Something like that. <laughs> just log on and go slaughter with the guys, you know, because yeah. the guys are there. Not because the game is amazing. They they do do some good things, but mainly because the guys are there, you know? Yeah. It's the same thing with us. We played that to the server closed down for crying out loud. They literally had to just shut us off. We were still playing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh we'll probably be ending the section here, the segment with you. Um if anybody in the audience has any questions for Frederick while we have them. Um, I did want to ask though, and I notice this when I'm reading your comments or your, your posts is you use a lot of exclamation marks. So I'm curious is like, are you actually like yelling or do you have like some sort of excitement, you know, at, that you express through the punctuation? Cause I noticed that. And that's why I said, I'm like, dude, I actually have to hear your voice and in, in how you're saying these paragraphs because I want to know if like you're, if you're like really excited and talking about this stuff, or if you're like just screaming at people, like, <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: I, I, um, I am a passionate person. Um, I, and I have been passionate about everything I've ever done. So that's kind of how I approach most things. I was, uh, I served in the military for, oh, man, like 15 years. And when in the military, like if they mean that for you to get something, what the instructors do, they'll stomp their feet three times. So if you see me put three exclamation points, that's me stomping my foot and saying, hey, pay attention to this. And, and also just my general approach to things is from a place of passion. Like when I tell players to harden up and get used to know and and work together and the, the best ship in Eve is friendship. And I, I absolutely am passionate about that stuff. I love flying with guys. I love fleeting up. I love screaming and chat about getting the fight, get off the bench you know, go at things. I'm very passionate about stuff. And that just comes from, that just comes from military service mostly.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's good to know when I'm reading your posts, I'll definitely uh, think about that. <laughs> uh, anybody, anybody got questions for Bradrick since we got him? Uh, I did want to say on air, there was a comment earlier in the chat about the uh scrapping while ratting Um paranoid hermit. He had posted I fly a Cov2 with 554 and compared to 554 scrap skill from ratting T10 larges, mining gets blown away. So there you go. There's the answer to that. And uh, thank you, Hermit, for that.
3: Um, To that, we were just talking about that on Reddit, actually. Um, I would say to help industry and and specifically miners, my suggestion there was to make scrap reprocessing about the the scrap make it where it's good for reprocessing you get more out of reprocessing uh for rig parts for scrap for wrecks than you do for actually reprocessing the the mods for minerals the mineral game needs to be for the miners they go out there to get those ores they should be getting way more in just raw minerals than scrap reprocessing and that's just balance to me and i and i and i reprocess and i just don't think we should be pulling in those kind of mineral numbers now on that on the flip side of that i think we should be pulling more in parts from wrecks that's what scrap reprocessing is so you should get more in just anything you reprocess you should get more of that but not nearly as many minerals as a miner gets for mining ore that's that's ridiculous
0: Yeah, and that's kind of one of those things that, you know, when you hear about a balance update, you don't know what's being balanced. We have no info as to what's getting balanced. Right. So, we have ideas as to what may get balanced, but we nobody officially knows. Um, At least that's been communicated to any of the content creators and, I mean, we have direct access to devs, but we we still don't oh. know. And he laughs. Huh. Direct act. Except you. They hate yeah. you. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. I, not- think, I
3: think anybody who's ever dealt with the devs will say that, though. that's It's really... Oh, man, it's hit or miss. It really is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, anyway, I think that would uh, conclude our segment with you, Bradrick. And actually, I'll keep you unmuted. And uh, if you have any comments for what we're going to be talking about next here... Um, yeah do tell so and maybe not everybody has seen this but this was um, posted i believe it was posted on reddit and throughout other um, alliance discords and corporation discords was the eve echoes top 10 alliance article so yeah what to expect uh from that here i'll post a link for people that may not have seen it so i posted it in the on-air chat and um so this was written by a third party develop not developer but third party like writer now i have no idea as to which alliance this guy is in um whether or not this is based off some favoritism campaign or whatever but um He did uh it does seem like he did go through a number of alliances here and actually spoke quite a bit of their histories and I thought this article was very interesting. It is however very long. I actually uh-huh. um I implemented a feature on my phone to have um basically the screen read out to me. So I can listen to it rather than sitting there and reading it. And while I'm working, my, I have a hands-on job. I can't just be sitting at a desk reading all day. That's just not, I just can't do that. So I found a feature to where I can read web pages or just have them read to me. And I had this read to me and it almost took an hour for this to get read to me. <laughs> That's how long it is. But it's uh, also very inf- uh, informal a lot of information here in history on a lot of alliances here so in quick summary they did do an alliance top 10 now they do and I'll just go over the uh, top 10 here number 1 SHH number 2 Genesis Federation number 3 Aquarius Coalition slash Catch-22 number 4 OGE number 5 was honk number six was fireflies number seventh was pantheon number eight was golden horde alliance number nine was the f coalition slash acr slash slash scg number 10 was no please stop now so go
1: ahead there is one thing to note um so one thing that i, I think people would confused about is oh, so they're saying SHH is number one, right? But they actually say at the top of the article that it is in chronological order, not by order of best. So they're not saying, oh, SHH is the best. They're saying SHH is the oldest that they mentioned.
0: Oh, that can't possibly be true because GenFed is the first alliance after the first alliance.
1: Yeah, I... I'm not saying their order is correct. I'm just saying that that's what they said.
0: (laughs) but if that were to be true, Genesis would be number one because Genesis does have the Alliance of Triple O One. The the number zero Alliance was called the First Alliance, which has since been disbanded or whatever. So, or they, it's just not. It's existent, but it's not like existent. It's not active. So Genesis would technically be the first alliance, but yeah, I, I see what you're talking well, about.
1: I would. Uh, I wonder where uh, they did source all this. It would be interesting to know if they are if they play Evecos because I was looking yeah. at some of this guy's other articles and he has articles on like tons of other stuff.
0: Well, um, I didn't read any of these this guy's other articles, but he does um, cite some of the sources that he got the the stories from. Um, For instance, the SHH one was written by Evil Darkness. Um, One was uh, from Zenon, uh, former C-22 leadership. I think Eason Carter was in here. Uh, I'm just scrolling down the paragraphs right now. Written by Sandman uh, in his. Honk was just one word. It was honk. Uh, Not sure who... (laughs) <laughs> included
3: that which says it says everything it just said everything
0: <laughs> yeah uh, basically that's all you need to know about honk but um but like this gha1 let's see who re- who wrote this one that one wasn't cited um eric Pal- paramount leader of acr and i think no had run yeah, Run did the uh, one for no. So um, this is a very good article in general. Not, not to say that any one of these alliances is bad, but one thing that I found fascinating about it was the history and actually the accuracy of it, um, especially for part of the alliances and some of the stuff that I've personally experienced with these alliances and the events had, that had gone down. Like, damn. <laughs> like I remember that. <laughs> A lot of stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh
1: it was I, I honestly skimmed it because uh yeah. Let's just say I was hoping for an abstract. That was not as you said, it was extremely long. Um but uh, there was definitely some interesting stuff that I found in there.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, at at first glance, admittedly, I did only read a couple of them that I was like, that I had time for. But like I said, when I found out (laughs) that I can have the story read to me um, by, you know, my phone program, then I was like, oh, shoot. okay, yeah, I'll listen to it. It It's very good. But I'd be curious as to uh, what allegiance this uh, Christian Decker is. Maybe he's a fan of the show. You never know. Alright, so... Um, yeah, that was basically all I had on that. Now, I did see some controversy, too, of some alliances that didn't make it. So, there are alliances on this list that are no longer, as of date, current. GHA has fallen. Pantheon has fallen. Uh, let's see scg is scg
2: technically around you know some of these
0: aren't um active anymore Um, and then there's also some voy uh some alliances that didn't make the list such as void and people are wondering as to why that was a thing you know
3: what i mean yeah i thought that was weird i didn't see void
0: yeah it's like, why are there deceased alliances on there um, compared to active, current alliances? But I, I'm I'm looking back at the GHA one. I mean, they really—it's all just a lot of history and events that have went down. It was good for yeah, the when time they, that when, it lasted.
3: When they do a top ten like that, you, you're going to leave some stuff out just because it's ten. Um, but Void, I feel like should have definitely been on there. They got a lot of history. Um, I was not necessarily surprised, but kind of disappointed that I didn't see uh, you know the MC on there. There's a lot of history there. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It, well, anytime you you limit yourself to ten, you just you you open yourself up to leaving stuff out.
0: And also, who's to say that maybe Void is number eleven? They just didn't make the top ten. That's right. But I would I would have put well, Void. I would have put Void before a deceased coalition, though.
1: So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Would Would GHA be one of the greatest alliances of all time in the game? Sure. Is it a top ten currently? <laughs> no. So, yeah, you can have controversy on that. Um, Overall, if nobody has read the article, I I actually highly recommend it as kind of a, not a history lesson, but, you know, just learning about what had gone down and the people in the community at the times of the events that had gone down and stuff like that, I think is very uh, good. And yeah, a lot of these alliances are no longer with us. They are still with us by in some sort though, you know, um, we have them in the history books, but there's a lot of people in the alliances that are still around today that, um, aren't, Uh uh, you know, obviously in those alliances anymore, but they're still around and, uh, that that's part of their history. And you have to respect that, you know, I respect that. It's like, um, yeah, it's just, it's part of your history and you had a good time at that time. And, uh, So be it. So that's really all I had on that. Uh, PM blue. You actually had come up uh, with an interesting topic as to, to talk about some of these alliances that you actually never hear about. So we'll segue into this. And I did see helper dog actually um, commented. There's one right there. Provi Providence is the largest non-aligned coalition. Who is Providence? I don't think I've ever talked with somebody from Providence. I just don't know. If I have talked with somebody, they never actually stated that they're from Pravi.
1: Yeah. um, So I I, honestly, I don't know much. So I did reach out to them Um, and I, I even paid one of their members 100 mil just to get a discord invite. Because I was so desperate to contact them, because you know they are one of the more mysterious organizations in the game, uh, and they're they're very large and uh, they live They occupy a, quite a big, por- bigger portion than people really know uh, of New Eden. So, uh, unfortunately, their response to me was no comment. Uh, <laughs> I, I suppose they want to remain in the shadows.
0: How did you contact them?
1: Um, so I found them through the New Eden Radio Discord because uh, people, you know, put their tags in. So um, I, I saw someone in there. I was like, oh, my God, a Providence member.
0: Yeah, that's so, interesting. Uh,
1: as I drooled, I typed out to them and yeah. offered them 100 mil.
0: Now, this may, be, this may be a bad analogy, but it almost seems like they're like the Amish people. Of Eve Echoes
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that a bad they joke. Do kind of remain like separated, probably, but it is funny, so we'll roll with it.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't really hear much about them, and you know, people are saying in the chat that they're the true end boss. They they stay out of all, basically all poli- all politics and conflicts, and they're just gaining wealth. I'm guessing in Providence. I don't even know where they really live.
1: No, I, don't. I know they live in the East. Uh, that's all I know. Uh, this is why I tried to contact them. I, I might try again and see if I can bribe their damn leadership into uh, commenting, you know. Uh, maybe I can give you something on that next week. We'll see.
3: <laughs> Dude, just think about it, think about it this way. Every, every other alliance has found themselves in a war at some point or some kind of conflict except Providence.
1: And that's because, I think it's because they're so good at keeping out of the spotlight. They don't start drama. Yeah, it's Pretty smart, honestly. <laughs> How do you manage that in EVE? I know, it's crazy. It's honestly impressive.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty impressive that is. But also, you've reached out to some other alliances too. Do explain.
1: Yes, so... Uh... Everyone knows No, Please Stop, right? They're, they're the largest mercenary coalition in the game. But there's another mercenary coalition in the game that, or alliance that doesn't get much press, and that is the Sixth Seal. Now, they, they're actually, like, they're probably the second largest in the game, right? They have, like, 200 members, uh, and they're probably less aligned than even No Please Stop. No Please Stop tries to stay out of politics as much as possible. But I would say, uh, from what I've at least talked with Six Seal, that they're even more successful at it. Uh, They will hit pretty much anyone. Uh, One thing they told me is that they... uh, Here is a quote from them. They say, We are the renegades the misfits, the rebels, the warriors, and the wanderers. We aren't fond of rules and have no respect for the status quo. The rest of New Eden can choose to fly with us, to pot us, to glorify, or to vilify us, but they cannot stop us. We reject the politics and bureaucracy of the major alliances, choosing rather to wander for our next fight. So, one thing, they will often go out in, like, these... Uh, these small, fast hit squads, and a lot of these alliances out here have a lot of trouble, you know, forming up a fleet. Uh, I'm certain you know this, Rambo. Sometimes it, you gotta, like, get everyone in local to be like, oh, who the hell is leading us and all that? So they take advantage of that, and often come out is positive because of it. Hmm. Now, another interesting thing about them is they, they actually have some sort of Republic-type leadership. So they have an alliance president with a cabinet of officers, and then for all major divisions, each corp gets two votes on it, with a CEO and a co-CEO. So that, that, this is probably one of the larger th- semi-democratic sort of organizations since GHA.
2: I thought that was pretty interesting. Fact. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, but I mean between the mercenary alliances though, like when you think of hiring a mercenary alliance, or just when you think of making a contract, you automatically just think no. Like P E W No. Yeah, that's basically the go to. I, I don't know if it's because of like their um I guess new Eden status, um their successes. Their uh, reputation, I guess, probably makes them that. But um, now who's to say that 6T doesn't do as good of a job? They may do a better job. They may be more effective. They could be cheaper.
1: Right. We don't know that. They, they take contracts for uh, PPK. They'll, they'll help you with your alliance CTAs. They'll be Logi Augment, do personal baddies industry disruption, and more. They've done trillions of isk and damage uh, on certain contracts that they've mentioned. So, uh, they, they do their own work. They just seem to do it a little more silently than no. Um, no no seems to pick on like, the, the bigger contracts of New Eden. Uh, like, like, warlords sort of. Uh, loudly obliterating your enemies, not telling you who they're doing it for. But yeah. Six Seal seems more like a team of ninjas that goes in and destroys them before they even realize they've been destroyed and no one knows it happened. You know, it's kind of interesting.
0: Right. I think you had another one on the Something list. What was right. the other one?
1: So uh, another one is Myth. So uh, I don't have as much information on them. Um, but basically, they kind of came around at the fall of the Pantheon War, you know. We, we had... Uh, Pantheon was obviously not doing so well uh, at that time, so we, we kind of saw uh, myth form at that time. So, there were these other alliances that kind of wanted to get the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> they saw Fountain burning, uh, and they were like, yeah, we, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. So, myth Myth wasn't about that, so they, they chose a few corps were like, hey, we want to stay and protect our land, and they chose to create myth. Uh, and they pretty much chose they would rather fight to the last man and to have a last stand of glory, rather than, you know, run with shame. Uh, yeah. So, pretty interesting. And yeah. they've, they've done so successfully. They have some saws. I, in fact, got hot dropped, like, within the past month by them. So, base must be succeeding.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they they haven't really been in the news too much um, as far as anything big going on in the galaxy. So, I think right now the thing is, what, RETC and Boop? I think that's kind of the big thing going on right now. And maybe continuing on with SHH and TSC, if that's still a thing. But but really, yeah, you don't hear anything too much uh, from those other alliances.
2: Yeah, yeah, Uh, and
1: hopefully, I can get some more information uh, on other alliances to possibly share next week. Maybe I can find some more information on Providence, and again, uh, I'll try to convince their leadership to change their mind on their no comment. If uh,
0: possible. You might have to uh, pick up a telegraph or something and uh, yeah. hit him up on that. Anyway, that was another bad joke. I need a drum. I need a little <laughs> drum kit, a, a snare drop on that. So <laughs> otherwise, uh, that was it. That, would, that was everything we had for the show. I know I didn't want to uh, make it another two hour long show. So actually, we will call it a night in that sense. Um you know we'll do our shout outs for the content creators thank you everybody for joining the live show and uh engaging with the chat i highly encourage it i and i thank you everybody thank you bet Brad- bradrick for coming on the show and thank you pm blue for being my special guest host this week um, hopefully we'll see taylor back next week and uh yeah we'll have a normal show again so um bradrick did you have anything to say there all right he was really muffled but uh fly aggressive yes fly aggressive from Brad yep. shout out to the content creators out there Benzi, damon zell sky news um achieved new eden radio everybody um, you know support your local content creators and that keeps them going making content for everybody in new eden so that's it. That's for a show. That's for, that's it for this week. So man, can't appreciate you guys enough. Thank you all for joining and, uh, I'll see you guys next week. So thank you.